I was like going, so am I up, you know? So, what a good day, huh? So, so it's like this, you know? First off, we've got to say thank you to our incredible crew, the ones who cooked supper for us, prepared supper, Brother Brent, the cooking crew there, and the fabulous ladies who served us. Wasn't it awesome? Would you please give them a great round of applause? Amen. So, just awesome. Thank you, praise team. How a great job. I'm sitting there watching Trey on the piano, the kids up here singing, Dave strumming, you know, Victoria's drumming, and it's just great. I mean, it's wonderful what God is doing in our midst, in our midst. It's just wonderful. The baptisms tonight, glad that the family's here. Uh, it was good to be in the house of the Lord today. It really was, and I am very, very grateful to be back here tonight. Well, we want to wind up. We want to talk a little bit from this morning. I guess you learned this morning more about salt than you ever really wanted to know, okay? But we kind of learned, again, the two elements, but more importantly, what it means to be salt on this earth, the importance of how it stops corruption, but also how it enhances life. It stops corruption with what? The power of the gospel. That is so key. The central message of the church must always be the gospel. Whatever we are, we must always be promoters of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Huge news. The gospel is the good news. And then the way we enhance life is through our speech and also the way we act, how we speak and how we act. And then, but Jesus wasn't done. And I read the verse this morning, but I'll read it again tonight for you because he not only called us to be salt, but he also called us to be light. He calls me light. Here's what it says in the Bible. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and then glorify your Father who is in heaven. Now keep in mind, by the way, it's kind of important to know the, the background of this. And the background is, is that, you know, here's Jesus. He's just starting his ministry. Okay, he's a new rabbi on the scene. And he's got this huge crowd. And they're on this, what they now call the, we look back, seeing the Sermon on the Mount. And here they are as he's teaching all these people. And he looks at them after telling them, well, you know, you know you're blessed if you do this. And you're blessed if you do this. You're blessed if you do that. After doing all that, and he goes, oh, by the way, by the way, you're the salt of the earth. Not maybe or going to be okay, or you, perhaps if you measure up, you can be that. He just says, no, you're the salt of the earth. And again, we learned about that this morning. But then he turns around and says, not only that, you are the light of the world. That's heavy. You are the light of the world. That can be a real burden. I got to think about that set. So, you know, I, I'm thinking, and no one here has probably seen Doc, the movie Doctor Strange. Anybody? I know, yeah, okay, cool. So it's one of those Marvel movies, you know. I'd not seen it until I was flying to or from Africa in the middle of night. I was bored and watched Doctor Strange. I do like the Marvel movies. But anyway, he's kind of like, you know, doing this, this magical stuff, you know. And, and when he's learning to do that, he would kind of do his hands like this. And theoretically, a portal would open or something powerful would happen. And when he was just learning to do this stuff, his would kind of go snap, crackle, pop. It's all I could get going, you know? And, and I think sometimes we think about us being light. All we get is snap, crackle, pop. Papple. Never mind. We won't go there. Snap, crackle, pop is all we get. We say, how can I be light? How I possibly can I be light? How can I make a difference? How can I make a difference in people's lives? How can God use me? I just don't have it. Well, the good news is, guess what? You don't have to have it. When Jesus said... You are the light of the world. He, wasn't a talk, he was not talking about you generating light. He was talking about you reflecting light. You are not a light generator. You are a light reflector. That is huge. 
That is huge. Here's what Jesus says in John chapter 8 and verse number 12. He says, Then Jesus spoke to them and said, I am. Now, you always always remember this. When Jesus says the words, I am, it's big. Back when Moses was back, you know, talking with God, you know, doing the call thing, you know, what he's supposed to be doing. When he's doing this, all right, and finally he goes in frustration, he goes, well, look, I'm going to get there, and they're going to say, who is it that sent you? And God says, you tell them this, tell them, I am that I am sent you. I mean, that's all he had to say. Tell them, I am that I am sent you. And then along comes Jesus, okay, as God in the flesh, all right, and he comes along and says, I am. So when he says here, I am the light of the world, he is declaring his deity. You know, he said, I am the good shepherd, I am the door, I'm the living water, I'm the bread of life. And every time he said, I am, he's saying, I'm more than a good rabbi, I'm more than a good teacher, I am God. And so when he says, I am the light of the world, he's saying, I'm speaking as God. God is the light of the world. We are not. The church is not. Individual believers are not. We are simply reflectors of the light. So I am the light of the world. And here's what he says. Now listen. Anyone who follows me, anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That is so powerful. Notice the key words. I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness. How can you make that statement? Well, here's the deal. You can't walk, if you will... You can't walk in the presence of a searchlight, a floodlight, and be in darkness. Try it sometime. Try it sometime. Try walking to the brightest light you can imagine and be in darkness. You can't. Now, what's cool is when he says, he who follows me, the further we follow away from Jesus, the darker it gets. But when he says, you know, anyone who follows me, the closer we walk to Jesus, the brighter it gets. The closer we walk with Jesus, man, the brighter it gets. And listen, the world does not need a mediocre, mediocre light. They don't need a light that, that, you know, well, I think I believe in God. I think I believe in Jesus. You know, sometimes it works for me. You know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. They need a brilliant light. And the way to give the world the brilliant light they need is to be reflective of Christ. And the closer you are to Him, the better you reflect, you reflect His light. Okay? We were, we were walking faith at your graduation. Um, we were walking along, and it was dark in the parking lot. Vanya doesn't have lights in their parking lot. And so we're walking along, and my, my son-in-law, Matt, pulls out his iPhone and turns on the flashlight, and, you know, it's lighting up the way. And somebody said, great idea, Matt. And it really was a great idea, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here was Jen, Jennifer, and Matt, okay, and their path is just as well lit. And then behind them is, I think it was Miss Linda and Judy, okay? And they were getting a little bit of the light. And I was third in a row, and I was getting no light, okay? And I figured out something real quickly. A flashlight is awesome for anyone who's close to the flashlight. Jesus is awesome for the ones who choose to walk in His light. But you've got to choose to walk in His light. Man, this thing, the power of the gospel, the power of the Christian life is our choice. 
We, we experience as much power as we want from Christ. It's like a banking account. It's a banking account, checking account. You, you put money in the bank, and you have access to as much money as you choose to put into the account. Well, the power of Jesus Christ is ours. It's ours. It's ours. But we've got to choose to walk in His light. Okay? The, the good part is, here I want you to know, is that you cannot walk in darkness and walk with Jesus. Because light simply makes darkness flee. It makes darkness flee. So anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of the day. Amen for that. Now, here's the question. Okay, that was great for them. You know, that, that, was, really, that was really good for, for the guys to hear. Uh, you know, Peter would say, thank you, Jesus, for sharing that. That's awesome. We can see you. Trenton, go back to what you told your daddy when you were a little boy. Sometimes you need flesh and bones. You know, you remember saying that to your dad? You know, dad, sometimes you just need flesh and bones. Okay, well, Peter would go, yeah, Jesus, I can reach out and feel you. And boy, boy, that feels really well. Real, I can see you. I can see you healing blind people and open deaf ears and lepers are healed and dead people get up. I can identify with that, Jesus. Yes, sir, I can do that. That's great. And here we are 2,000 years later, and we're going, okay, what about us? Because I, I can't reach out and feel in touch, okay? All right, so what, what's there for us? And the answer is twofold. One is the Word of God. One is the Word of God. You know, the psalmist writes in Psalm 119, 105, he says, Your Word, your Word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. So the light that we get, okay, one of the sources of the light we receive is this precious book called the Word of God. There are people who would give their right arm to have a copy of this. Our friends in Central Asia, some of the people we go see in Africa, can you give me a Bible? Most of us have copies and copies laying around our house gathering dust. And that's why a statement that the light we receive, this is the precious light, it's a reflection of God into our lives, does not garner a loud shouting thank you God for the word of God. Because we don't appreciate it. Because it's common stance to us. And what is common stance often is not appreciated. We need to garner great appreciation for this book, which is the Holy Word of God, and the fact that it is light into our lives in a dark world in which we live. Can we say amen to that? Can we agree with that tonight? Amen? So, so he says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And you know I never even bring my phone to church, much less have it on the pulpit, but there is a reason. You know, when the psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet, I instantly go back to that night of graduation. And, of course, if you don't have an iPhone, I guess the other phones have this stuff. I don't know. Um, but, you know, if you've got an iPhone, you've got this. You know, you've got a flashlight, okay? Now, I want to tell you, this is the same one. Day. Even here, though, with the brightness of these lights, I can see it. You know, that night when Matt turned that on, for his immediate steps, it was just what he needed. I mean, he couldn't see a mile down the road, Okay? I couldn't see five feet ahead of me, but, but right here, right here, as he took every step, this was exactly what he needed. And sometimes, you know what? We don't need a brilliant light. How do I turn this sucker off? Sometimes, sometimes we need, listen, sometimes we need a light just to illuminate the next step. The Word of God can do that. The Word of God can do that. 
When you're searching, I think about these guys over here. Some of you are graduating from high school, fixing to go off to college. Some of you are fixing to move from middle school and to high school. And that's a huge change. All right? You've got to understand that the Word of God will give you what you need. And uh, if what you need is your immediate path, your next step. God, just give me the next step. God, help me to do the next right thing. Okay? He'll do that for you. But then sometimes, sometimes you need this. This is the big dog. Now, back in the old days, back when they had standard light bulbs, you would get a mag light that had like four batteries or five D-cells in it. The sucker would be this long. It's great for beating somebody up, okay? But also wouldn't fit in your pocket. Well, now, and again, David said, I can't shine this in your lights because it'll probably, in your eyes because it'll probably blind you. Um, but you're going to need to trust me on this one. This is a big dog light. Um, I mean, it's really bright. I mean, this is an LED light, but it is like super. I, I can hit, I can hit something a block away with this, with this light. It's a big dog light. And not only that, watch this. Yeah, see, look at that. Eat your heart out. Hello. All right, so here's, here's my thought. When I need, when I need the next step, God's Word can provide that. But sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes God chooses to light my path. He lets me see just a little bit more than a step. And the Word of God is sufficient for that too. So whether you're needing just the next step lit, okay, God's Word is that light. If you need your path lit up, God, I need a little bit more, He may choose to give you the big dog light and give you just a little bit more. But the important thing for you to know is, is that we have the Word of God to light our path. But listen to me. It's not just for us. Because you see, this book, if this book gets into our life, what's going to happen to it? It's going to reflect off. Our culture is where it is today because we have not, we read the book some, we may dust it off and bring it to church on Sundays, okay? But we've not allowed to get this Word in us so it can reflect off of us. I'm telling you, I am telling you, when we, young people listen to me, students listen to me, when we start getting serious with this book, this book will start getting serious with us. And it will allow us to reflect light off in the culture. And those kids that you're in school going, man, someone needs to do something about these kids are hooked on drugs, they're doing this, they're doing that, you know. Hey, guess what? The power of the gospel can do that. The power of the gospel can do that. And the word of God is a light that reflects off. But I said there was two, didn't I? And what's the other one? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. So the Word of God is a lamp, and the Holy Spirit provides enlightenment. Enlightenment. So the Word of God gives us a lamp, and the Holy Spirit enlightens us. Listen to these words. You know them. John 14, 25. Jesus speaking. I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you. But the Counselor... The Holy Spirit, the Father will send him in my name. He will teach you all things. In other words, he will enlighten you. He will enlighten you. He will give you understanding. He will give you discernment. Okay? He will enlighten you and he will remind you of everything I have told you. So when we need, when we don't have flesh and bones, when we weren't there with Peter and could put our arms around Jesus and touch him, we have two things. We have the Word of God and we have the Holy Spirit. 
the Holy Spirit, who again enlightens us and teaches us. And now that, now watch this. When, we, when the Holy Spirit's active in our lives, by the way, these guys are going to prepare ice cream. So if you're an ice cream server, this is your cue, all right? And you don't have to listen to the rest of the message. It's incredible, all right? So, so if you've got the Holy Spirit, guess what? To reflect off, to reflect off into the culture. It's not ours just to hang on to, but it's ours to serve. Now, so, Ephesians chapter 5, all these scriptures tie in, are laced together with light. All right, this is a really good scripture. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 through 10. Paul says, for you once were darkness. For you were once darkness. Now, I like that. Listen, listen. He doesn't say, he doesn't say you were in darkness. He said you were darkness. And things in the dark are dead. You know, you take away light from the earth and it dies. Okay? So, for you were once darkness, but now, contrast, you are the light in the Lord. So when we trust Jesus Christ, we go from darkness into light. From darkness into light. Then he says this, walk as children of light. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light results in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Things grow in the light and die in the dark. Let me say that again. Things grow in the light and die in the dark. Now, can you guess why it's important you walk close to Jesus? If Jesus is the light of the world, and if we follow Him, He promises we'll be in the light, and if He's the light of the world, and the further away we get from Him, the more in darkness, and things grow and die in the darkness, are you, are you going, hmm, that makes sense. No wonder my joy's dead. No wonder my character's dead. No wonder my integrity's dead. No wonder my walk is dead. And the truth is, you've walked so far from Jesus, you're so far away, guess what? You're walking in darkness. But here's the good news. He's like a beacon. He's like a lighthouse. The smallest light cannot be quenched by the greatest darkness. Just look. Take around. If your world seems dark right now, take a look around. You'll see a beacon. And guess who it is? It's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. Because He is the light of of the world. So walk in. As children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit results in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And then he says this, discerning what is pleasing to the Lord. Now, how many of y'all have ever fumbled around in the dark before? Hit your toe. You guys hit your toe. It hurts, okay? You know, it's almost enough to make a preacher cuss, but not quite, okay? You you stub your toe, or uh, have you ever woke up in a dark room? It happened the other night. We were, again, we spent the night with, with faith. Uh, with the family there on graduation night. They have a spare bedroom, and we did that. And it's one of those nights I, I woke up, and I had one of those reflector clocks, you know, that reflects the time and the temperature on the ceiling, so I can kind of look up and see if it's time to get up yet. So I wake up, and, like, the room is, like, dark, totally dark. And I look up, my light's not there. And I was, like, totally disoriented. I did not know where I was. And it was only after I thought a moment that I realized I was not at home I was in another bedroom, okay? So I walked over and opened the door, and there was a light, well, fumbled for the door, finally found the door and opened it, and light came in the room, and it gave me orientation, all right? That's exactly what he's talking about here. It's discerning what is pleasing to the Lord. The light does that. We can better discern the will of God when we walk in the light, when we walk in the light. All right, let's wrap this dude up, okay? 
and I cannot say this word, but I'm going to try. Because, you know, I use the word reflective, and we, pre- we old preachers are wired with this to make words sound alike. And I even asked my daughter, the English person, okay? And the word is purposive. It is a word. I looked it up. It means to act with purpose. Purposive. Did y'all know that word? Yeah, I mean, she did. She knew it. Purposive. Okay? And here, he finishes up the verse. Now listen. Here's what he says in Matthew 5, 14 through 16. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. Isn't that true? You can be driving along, you know, and you're out there, and, and there's a hill, and there's a city, and you go, oh, look, there's a town. There's a town, all right? So that's true, okay? No one, it's not, it's not practical, it doesn't make common sense, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand and gives light for all who are in the house. The purpose of light is to show. And again, keep in mind, keep in mind, Jesus did not say, if you want to be light, you can be light. It was imperative in his form. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you are the light of the world. Okay? So our purpose is, is to show this light to others around us. It gives light to all in the house. Now watch this. In the same way, let your light shine before others. The purpose of the believer is reflect the light of Jesus Christ. I mean, have you, have you figured out something? If there was no purpose after salvation for you, have you figured out that God was just taking you to heaven? You know, it's pretty cool if you think about it. You know, you get saved, you're all excited about Jesus. Woo! Next thing you know, you're in heaven. Just choo, 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 choo. People just disappearing as soon as they're saved. No. There is a purpose for you staying here. Okay? And the purpose is the privilege of being light to this world. The purpose... It's privilege. One of the things I learned at this conference is that, um, you know, that we, we think that God needs us. That's why we serve. God needs us. God does not need you. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need anything. We had the privilege, though, of serving Him. Privilege of serving Him. So, so He says, in the same way, in the same way, let your light shine before others. And the purpose of the believer is to reflect the light into a lost world that they may see Jesus. Okay? That's why we're here. All right? And then it says this, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. So he left us here for the reason of reflecting the light of Jesus Christ into a lost world. And then the whole deal is who gets the glory? Who? God. God. How about that? I mean, so clear, you know, Jesus says it, you know, that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. It's so cool because that means the way we reflect light should reflect it back to God and not to us. You know, if you find constantly, if, if you find this, if you find this itch in your, this, this niche in your life where, where you crave the praise of man, Chances are you're living in such a way where you're not reflecting that glory back to God. You know, the old song says, To God be the glory, great things He has done. This is a real problem for pastors. It really is. You know, sometimes we get the feeling it's our church and our ministry. I love We say it all the time. Well, you know, in my ministry, you know. Really? I didn't know we had a ministry. I thought everything belonged to God. If you remember that sermon last week, whoo, shoot that thing. The whole earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The, the people, the whole world, they're His. 
They're His. And that includes our ministry. So everything we do belongs to God. So we should do it in a way that reflects glory back to the Father. Let me just tell you this. Students, thanks for being here tonight. How many of you know, without a doubt, no, not that you're saved. I know you're going, I mean, I don't know without a doubt. If you die tonight, you're going to heaven. Nope, that's not what I was going to say. But you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Harrisburg Middle I don't know about not middle school, but the high school is in desperate need of light. Every time I hear about school there, it's darkness and darkness and darkness. A lot of terrible, terrible things are happening in people's lives. Those kids need the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Brent can't get in, and Dave can't get in, but you can get in. And you need to be light. You need to be very serious about being light in that dark place. And guys, wherever it is, I already said this morning, I'll say it again. Dads, moms, you don't only need to be salt to your family. You need to be light in your family. You need to be light in your family. Your sermons that you preach every day speak much louder than mine, Dave, or Brent's. I'm telling you. They speak loudly. You need to be light. You're at school, if you work there or at the bank or at the coal mine, wherever it is you are, you need to be light wherever you are. We need to be serious about being light. Well, why, Dwayne? Because people are dying every day. And they're dying in big numbers. I was talking with Tim and Benadardi at lunch today. And we were talking about how God is moving in big ways around the world. And because we're Americans, we think it's all about us. You know, the Christian church in America, it's all about us. Well, let me tell you something. Some of the greatest things God is doing, He's doing it in other parts of the world. God is moving. We just don't see Him moving in America. You know why? Because we're post-Christian. It's time for America to receive missionaries as well as send missionaries. And we are the missionaries, and we need to be the light in our dark world. Amen? Amen. Let's pray together. Well, God, I sure thank you for the privilege again of sharing this tonight. It's sure easy to talk about this tonight here. But I also know it's going to be more difficult tomorrow out there. It's easy to be a preacher and stand behind that pulpit and talk about being light now, but I know it's going to be more difficult later. It's easy to tell the students how they should be light in their world and here and not so easy on Tuesday morning when they go back to school. So God, I'm asking Jesus' name. First off, thank you that we don't have to be light generators. We just ain't got it. You never intended to be that way. It's all about you. Thank you that we are light reflectors. And Jesus, we thank you that you're light of the world. And we thank you you gave us our word, your word. And you also gave us the Holy Spirit. So help us to surrender our lives, our being to you. And allow you to reflect off of us. And may we see people come to know Jesus Christ through the power of the gospel of Jesus. Now, Lord, I'm going to close this part by simply saying this. Again, thank you for a good day at Dorsville, for the fellowship, for the worship, for what happened tonight, for all of it. We want to say thank you, and may all the glory go to you. And Jesus, I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen.